0: For all of you who listen to Submersion and own an Android device, go to the Google Play Store and download the Podcast Republic app. It's a fantastic app that allows you to get all of your favorite podcasts directly on your Android device. I personally use the app, and I love it. I can search for the podcast I want to listen to, select it as a favorite, and have it just a click away. Make sure you select Submersion as a favorite so you don't miss any of our new episodes every Thursday. Again, the app is the Podcast Republic app available on Android devices. Episode 101. Woo! Wow. We did it. We got to 100. Yeah, they thought thought we we were.
1: Yeah.
0: People thought we quit, right? Yeah.
2: We're coming back with a vengeance, right? We are. Like our listeners better they better hope that we don't find them (laughs) because
3: we're back for retribution. Yeah,
1: we're getting retribution on our fans. For sure. (sighs) And Zach has. Fixed a phone
0: issue he's having, and so now we got another another soundboard back. So everybody, give a nice round of applause for the soundboard. There we go.
4: <laughs> That's what
0: I was waiting for. Well, Zach's always well, I timely. Appreciate everybody actually clapping. That was really nice. Yeah. No, <laughs>
3: it's too much. All right going to be a long night. Uh, we are we are kicking off a, a new cycle uh, to start us off here into our second century of uh, of work here on the Submersion Podcast. Uh, we are entering post-apocalyptic movie month. Yeah, and we, how many have we had before that were post-apocalyptic? I feel like
1: we know at least... Escape from L.A. Yeah, Escape from L.A., um, Time Under Fire. yeah. Would you count Voyage to the Bottom of the Sea? Maybe, yeah. It was. It was. I would say that's. uh, What what do you? What would you call something? It's. It's not pre. It's not post. It's current. Yeah, it's like current apocalyptic. I guess virus the uh, virus one.
0: Now that would be a really good one to be doing right now. Anyway.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. But we're not because we already did it.
0: I know it's disappointing.
1: We could re-release it and pretend like it was current. It'd okay. be a little we weird we're not talking about it. the
3: virus. Yeah For our Did listeners. <laughs> Reboot. Uh, for our listeners, we're going to try to be a little more proactive about sharing our upcoming movies. Uh, almost treat it like a book club for anyone out there that wants to watch movies kind of ahead and, and know what's coming down the pike. Uh, so if anyone wants to, to listen in and be informed of the movie. Um, and then you also have the opportunity to ask you know questions uh, via social media. Um, of, of questions you'd have for us or topics you want us to cover when we do those respective episodes, uh, we don't expect uh, to fill up the inbox or anything like that. But uh, if it if it gets any uh, any traction whatsoever, we'd uh, we'd be excited by that. If anyone wants to watch ahead and and uh, give us some feedback, sound off in the comments, uh, we'd appreciate it. Don't don't sell and us short. And if it does
0: get yeah, yeah. If it does get out of control, we're going to start charging to answer questions. So, yeah. I mean, we're just, we just—I want—I
1: want the server down because of all the questions.
0: Okay. Bring it down. Crash the network. Bring it down. Hacked, to have to crash hack the planet. You Have to crash Twitter and Gmail, all that type of stuff.
1: Bring it down, man. Yeah. AOL. But, but yes,
0: check out the graphic. The amazing graphic that. Mr. Ben over there made for us. Looks awesome. Shows you what we've got coming up. We are going to be covering the Fitzroy on the Beach Atlantic Rim along with Resident Evil Retribution, which yes.
1: is tonight's. Yes. Cheers.
3: <laughs> uh, we thought this might... Uh might be able to piggyback on the success uh, and excitement surrounding the Resident Evil Three remake, the video game that just came out uh, this past month. Um, Which one was that one? Was that the one in the village? No, this, nope. that was four. Uh, mm-hmm. Three was Nemesis, so it, it kind of took place alongside Number Two uh, with the police station and all that. I remember three, that one. I don't remember Three Nemesis. followed Jill's perspective through Raccoon City as she was chased by Nemesis.
1: Yeah, I don't remember that one. I do remember obviously the first one. I remember the second one, and I remember the, that one in the village, which is a little strange. Four,
3: four is one of the yeah. highest rated of all time. Uh, I know, but
1: it didn't, it didn't, I didn't. I just remember when I started it, it didn't feel totally like a Resident Evil.
3: Right, um, it was a different okay. virus, uh, which actually shows up in the movie tonight. the Lo, The Lost Plagas zombies. They were the mm-hmm. uh, they were the Russian ones that we'll get to tonight. Uh, I see. But, but yeah, three, three. If you want to compare uh, Resident Evil three to one of the movies, that's closest, that's most akin to the second Resident Evil movie,
2: Apocalypse. Is that one.
1: correct? And then this movie is the fifth movie, correct? That is, that is correct. And I have seen zero of
5: the movies,
3: so <laughs> where didn't do even I see stand? The first one? Never saw the first one.
5: I've never seen any of them either. Man.
3: First one is is a very good movie. The rest of them not so much.
0: Did you say it's a really good movie?
3: The first one I think is a, is a great is a great horror film. I think it's a good movie. Wow. Wow. did not get good reviews, but
0: Well, we'll talk about that later. I
1: believe the last the 6th one actually got the best reviews of the series, I think.
3: Strangely it did. I completely disagree. It might have been the yeah. worst one in my opinion. Interesting. Better the second one.
1: Well, anyways, I got to say, I was very confused, but
3: I'm going to do my best to recap this mug Excellent. Well, let's dive this sub and jump right in. Dive, dive, dive.
0: <laughs> what began as an innocent conversation among friends would soon spiral out of control and later be referred to by future generations as the eighth wonder of the modern world, Mac East Studios takes you on the journey of your lifetime as your captains, Alex the Mustard Man, the artist formerly known as Brom, Jamie the Ointment, Kyle L. Capitan, and Zach the Backbone present Submersion.
3: So as we said, uh, we are watching Resident, or reviewing Resident Evil Retribution tonight. Alex, uh, we typically ask you to name the movie. Would you like to share uh, any of the stars of this film for us or give us some background?
5: I don't know who any of them are. What? Well, are you kidding
0: me? <laughs> I at least on. knew that.
5: I, I, I know, know at least one. I knew one actress, Michelle Rodriguez. Is the only there, you go, there you from go, from Fast and the Furious. Uh, it also stars
3: Mila Jovovich, uh, who is a beautiful uh, supermodel and actress. I think she was in... Uh what was it like called Children of the Blue Lagoon or something like that and she All was right, in Ultraviolet Return, Return, Return to fifth, the Blue fifth Lagoon Fifth Element okay Return to the Blue Blue Lagoon Fifth Element come on uh, Ultraviolet uh, she's in the upcoming uh, Monster Hunter movie um,
2: directed by the same guy
3: yep same guy Paul W.S. Anderson directed this her, her husband
2: oh is that right
3: on. yeah they're married well, they're banging
1: okay um, they're, well they're not I mean come on they're not just banging they're married it's a
3: beautiful relationship <laughs> yeah, exactly. also has uh, Sienna, Sienna Gullery. I recognized her from uh, Luther, as well as I mean, I originally knew her from the uh, other Resident Evil movies. She plays Jill Valentine. Uh, Bing Bing Lee is in this. That's Ada Wong. Uh huh. I think she what she was in uh, some of the X Men movies and the Meg that
0: we
1: and have the watched. Meg, yeah, yep.
3: friend of the show. That's true. Uh, but Mila Jovovich is our main character. She plays Alice. She's Notably, like the only uh, character like throughout all these movies that actually isn't a character from the video games, uh, she was created for the movie adaptations. Beautiful stuff.
1: All yeah, right. Paul W. Pa- so- Paul W. S. Anderson. As a director, also, I mean, if you look at his stuff, he's got a wide range of films under his belt. I think he made Soldier. He made like the Three Musketeers film that was complete trash and kind of hilarious to watch. Um, All of these, or a bunch of these movies, um, not all of them. And yeah, he's he's very prolific and most makes mostly um, what we'd call bad movie twins movies. Uh, (laughs) We've seen a number of them. Oh, that's actually a good movie, but it got yeah. bad reviews. But the first Mortal Kombat's actually surprisingly funny. It is a fun movie. Yeah, it good, is fun. good, good, good fun. The second one is shit.
3: So yeah. we'll get into all of that with my countdown tonight.
2: Mm. Can, before we get started, Sorry. before we, so Jamie and Alex are the only two that this is the only Resident Evil movie that they've seen. Yeah. So the three of us then we've seen all of them.
3: I have well, seen all of them.
2: I have too. I've I've seen number one. And now this. There we okay. go. All right, so this is going to be a good wi- wi- a wide range on the spectrum. All right,
1: that's good. Shall I get into this?
3: One other question: Who else played Resident Evil games?
1: Oh yeah, I mean, Z- I don't I play have- many video games now, but I grew up. This was one of those games growing up that were just so huge. Oh yeah. That I, re- I remember playing it like over and over again. The first one.
2: I have some. Lots of memories. I've played all the core games, and the very first one on the original PlayStation, I have a lot of memories with. So, lots of playtime. Right. I put a lot of time in on the one that the GameCube re-released from 2002.
3: Beautiful. 4
2: right? What? No, the you, are you talking about the, the Resident Evil 1 remake, right, Kyle? Yeah. Oh, RE1 yeah, remake. Beautiful. Okay. Beautiful.
0: Great game. And then now... I was just looking because a while ago, like PlayStation was giving away the first one for free, and right now, they are all on sale, except for number two, which they remade last year, and three, which just came out this year. So I think right now, you can get them all for like eight bucks a piece.
3: There you
1: go. All righty. Shall we Let's jump in there. there? All right. So out Take Alice. it away following the very well-known events of the fourth film uh, we're on some like kind of boat or something and everyone's running in reverse it's all like backwards and there's like a p- song playing over it and I'm like whoa this is cool and they're like running everyone's running backwards there's all kinds of explosions and she's been you know she was originally standing on this boat and I guess things are like pretty cool at that moment but then people start attacking her and things are decidedly not cool and so it goes backward it goes back in forwards. Anyways, uh, the, and everyone attacks and Mila, jo- jo- uh, Mila Jojovich, What's her name? Jovovich. 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 I've heard it pronounced both ways. She gets blown into the water. So that's the beginning of the movie. It's basically like forget what happened in four because apparently this was the the, very, the ending of four.
3: Yes. Is that I'm yeah, and they they tend to retcon what happens in the previous movie all, all right. the time.
1: So, anyways, they're like, forget that shit. And then, do they at this point do they go straight into the recap where they kind of recap everything in previous uh, entries as well? Oh yeah, yes. They like, I mean,
0: it's almost instant where they bring you up to speed on the entire series. Yeah, it's really. it's,
1: it's, it's almost it, it, this entire film feels like a video game because it's almost like you open you start a video game and they have a big cutscene where they're like, you know. But 20 years ago umbrella corporation released a virus and a bunch of people were caught in like the umbrella corporation's headquarters or some some shit and they got chopped up by lasers and you're like okay i got it um and all kinds of stuff and there was there was the red queen which is also a little girl who's like a ai machine you're like great got it i'm just like writing all this down and i've taken i took a quiz afterwards and i got an 88 percent which was enough to pass <laughs> And I was like, okay. And they said, are you ready to go forwards? And I clicked yes. <laughs> and we got into the movie. Because <laughs> then, basically, they're like, forget that shit. Because uh, most of it doesn't matter. Um, Mila Jojovic is uh, basically naked, uh, sitting in a cube ick area, some kind of geometric shape. And uh, it keeps on lighting up. And she's getting tortured by a woman with, like, a spider, a glowing spider on her chest, obviously.
3: Set design
1: was pretty awesome for this movie. Yeah. And they're, they're basically asking her questions uh, and she's not answering or whatever. And then they, eventually it just becomes torture where they like turn the lights on. She gets hit with a sound that injures her and then it falls. And you're like, how is she going to possibly escape from this? Uh, basically, the place just opens up for her. <laughs> so like at one point, I mean, it the computer, took, like, no time. No, no, no. The computer, like all the computers go down and then like the door opens and she leaves. And that's more or less <laughs> what happens. Yeah, yeah. And she got her suit almost immediately at this point. Was she still naked at this point? No, she got like a suit to put on. Yeah, or, it came out of a wall. So right
0: before, yeah, yeah when so when the computers went down, Perfect it was like, time. oh, hey, by the way, do you want this like oh. perfectly fitting leather suit?
1: And, and I, I for, Sorry, okay, I, I forgot. I did forget there was a cut scene in between her falling into the ocean and being in this geometric thing, where it was this really weird thing where it almost. It was like a fake world. Like she was a mother of a child who was deaf. I can't believe I forgot this. And uh, they're just having like, I guess it's with one of the other characters from the series and their husband and wife and they have this kid. Yeah, and they're like, totally smooching and it seems like they just have a a totally normal life but then zombies start attacking everywhere and she has to kind of try to escape and she you know her husband turns into a zombie and they go down the road and michelle rodriguez is there and tries to save them but then they crash and so they run into a house and she tells like the kid to like hide while she goes out and fights a zombie and then she gets killed and then she woke wakes up in the geometric shaped um, torture chamber
3: to Sorry. give you some context, Jamie, the lady with the spider on her chest and yeah. the gentleman in the simulation, Carlos, those are the two main characters of the third video game, the one that just got the remake. Oh, interesting. Yeah.
1: And they're good. They're generally good guys. In this they're, one, they're, they're bad the guys. Good,
3: yeah, they are good characters.
1: Yeah, so almost all the good good guys are in this movie are bad guys. Yeah, they're of how they evil set clones. Yeah so anyways jumping back to it she's just gotten her suit she's gotten out of her geometrically shaped uh torture chamber she's running down the hallway kicking people in faces and stuff like that um she eventually meets up with uh ada wong she encounters her um in a room filled with dead people like she gets to like kind of a central hub and everyone's dead and she's like what the fuck uh and ada wong comes out and You see, like, some video of her coming in and killing everyone. And basically, she's been sent by Albert Wesker, who's, like, the head of the Umbrella Corporation. And to correct me if I'm wrong, he's been a bad guy in every movie, right? Yeah. For for more or less, he's been, like, one of the main bad guys in the movies. And in this one, he's like, hey, Alice, I'm totally not a bad guy. You got to trust me. And she's like, okay. <laughs> and no, uh, again, no convincing, no time at all. She's just like, got it. I'm now on your side. Uh, so she's told this whole plan again. We go into um, video game cutscene mode, uh, where they're like, here is a map of where you are, and there is all kinds of like locations in this, um, you know, headquarters. There's like a cityscape. There's like a Russian area. There's like a something or other suburban area and there is submarine pens and we're like hold the phone go back to that one (laughs) what did you say there was submarine pens uh yeah because where are we we're in whatever kamchatka russia or whatever where the russians have abandoned their submarine uh whatever naval yard and umbrella corporation built this giant underwater testing facility to kind of show off their latest tech. The point was, is they were kind of selling these viruses to the, all the countries in the world, uh, mutual destruction, yada, yada, yada. And so they'd show the Americans like a virus that would turn all of the Russians into zombies. They, the Russians would show one that would turn suburban America into zombies. Uh, Chinese would be shown one that showed Tokyo being turned into zombies uh, Tokyo would be shown one of uh, Chinese whatever. Um, and so <laughs> that's I why, why you
0: th- went through all that because that's what they did in the movie. Yeah, no, I got to do go, it. Oh, if you do this nation, we'll do them. But then we're also going
1: to do them. You're like, OK, we understand. So we get it. Basically, they need but- these huge testing grounds to show off this tech and sell it for lots of money.
0: But at first, you didn't realize that she was going... They refer to each of these scenarios as like a simulation. They're going to run these sims. We, did, we thought she like escaped, and you didn't realize that she was in a simulation. Oh, yeah, yeah. And one of the things, she immediately goes to this cop car, pulls out this wicked awesome gun, and I was like, what is the Raccoon City standard-issue <laughs> firearm <laughs> well, a for a police officer? And so <laughs> I went online to uh, Internet Movie Firearm Database. Of course. And and found out this is a Sig Sauer P two two zero Sport sour Sig sour, Sig sour. My bad. It's okay, and it is a heck of a gun. You can get one used. It looks like twelve hundred bucks, something like that. But
2: it's so, a hand cannon. Did you check that? Was that today prices, Kyle? <laughs> yeah, because right, for though. the last couple of months, gun prices are like off the charts, crazy right now.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I just I checked it before we started. Nice. I was like,
2: "What's it at now?" So That—that's a stimulus check, right? That
0: is. <laughs> that is. There you go. Stimulus
1: <laughs> yeah. check. Get yourself one of these. Um, so, anyways, uh, they're supposed to meet up. Ada I- Wong and uh, Alice are supposed to meet up with the rescue crew. That Wesker's sending. It in- involves Leon Kennedy, Barry Burton, and Luther West. Apparently, they're people we know. Question mark. I don't know. They
3: are major characters from the series, video game series, and the movie series.
1: Yeah, so then they, they're coming across, they're, they go to the submarine base, they set a bunch of explosives, and they're like, all right, we only got so much time before this all this blows. So we best get in there, and we best get out. And everyone's like, got it. And I did like the visuals in a lot of this stuff uh, in some of these scenes, where like them descending on the giant platform with like the Soviet um, sickle and Star or whatever it is, uh, I kind of I did I kind of dug that look and how it looked in that case. Um, so anyways, they're going down. Uh, Alice and Ada, they go through, I think, Do what do they go through first? Tokyo? Where they um, first... They yes. see, so like they the start movie? in Tokyo. Oh, together. Because yeah, they see the one, they, they like, they start hearing a noise. And Alice is like, I know what that is. And I'm sitting there being like, I don't know what that is. Because <laughs> I've never seen these movies. Uh, and uh, apparently it's some giants who are dra- uh, dragging some... Um, hammers, and I honestly was like, I don't even know this is in Resident Evil. I just remember zombies in a mansion, and they uh, it looked it was actually much seemed to me much more Silent Hill like, yeah, uh,
3: than Resident Evil, like kind of weird. The pyramid face guy,
1: yeah, yeah, exactly. Pyramid yeah, yeah. head, yeah, pyramid head. God, by the way, if you guys want to see a one of the best, worst movies ever made, Silent Hill, <laughs> it- uh, I think it's Revelations 3D, uh, that one is ridiculous it's so good
2: and bad at the same time now is that the is that the one that did they bring did sean bean in that or not he's as as like a did ghost they, i think sean they Bean's bring him the back just one. a little bit i think i yeah, think so yeah. yeah
1: anyways we're off a little off topic yeah. uh they do a bunch of fighting stuff with these pyramid head type people um they're all swinging their hammers they're like jumping away from them and eventually they cause an explosion that kills them and they're like fuck you or whatever Probably. Uh, The rescue team at the same time, they end up in Moscow, and they start getting attacked by a huge number of zombies. And you said this was
3: the Los Plagos ones? Yep. These are the Resident Evil 4 zombies. So these ones are a little more intelligent know how to use guns and weaponry and things like that.
1: I was wondering about that because they seem to most people like – the only thing is they don't use guns very well because they were shooting at three people just standing there and couldn't hit any of them uh, ever. Uh, The only time they actually killed anyone was when they got one foot away from them and chainsawed him in the chest, which seems strange. <laughs> uh, oh, right. and that anyway. was also
0: ridiculous because the guy was like not even moving really fast towards the guy with the chainsaw. <laughs> but the dude just took it to the chest. Yeah. Almost no resistance, right?
2: His friends like in no way, shape or form even like acknowledged that they their buddy just got his chest ripped apart. They well, yeah, looked really at him and
0: said, "Well, I mean, you didn't, dude. If you can't help yourself here, I mean, you literally did nothing. What the <laughs> heck, man?"
1: Yeah, and so in the uh, at this point, sorry, and and just to correct something, it wasn't Tokyo where they beat the executioner or the the pyramid people. It was New York City. I guess there was also a Times Square um, simulation. Whatever. I'm not not so broken up a bucket in that wrong uh then so they get to the suburban setting and this point they encounter they go into the house and she's kind of having weird flashbacks i didn't totally understand this um i guess she's somehow connected to these clones or maybe she is herself she has a clone. the same
3: program she is a clone she is a clone. she is a clone yeah, yeah, yeah. She, has, she has the same programming as all these but she wasn't she never did this simulation as a mm. as a clone so it's all she's just kind of like, latent that, that yeah this is she, all in the back she has of her some head.
1: deja vu and stuff like that so when did she become a clone
3: uh it's revealed all along she's been a she's a clone she's a, a product of the umbrella corporation at no point mm. was she a real person in the movies is that yeah, revealed there's in the a scene one?
2: jamie in one of the movies i think it's the third one isn't and it shows like what like hundreds of alices just yeah, dying thrown into then, a
3: mass grave <laughs> yeah all wearing the same outfit
2: yep because they keep just running the same simulation uh, yeah simulation over and over Yeah,
1: so anyways, Alice, uh, they they encounter the little girl, the deaf girl, uh, who is, quote-unquote, Alice's daughter. And um, she decides, I'm going to take this girl with me. Like, even though she's a clone, like, she's still a little girl, so I'm going to save her. And I'm still her, quote-unquote, mother. So they're in there, and all of a sudden, all of, like, the clone bad versions of good people show up. Michelle Rodriguez is there someone else is there. Another person is there. Like all the people we know and love from the series. And I definitely knew them. And I'm not like just like <laughs> claiming not to. Um, and they're like, yo, come out. We're totally going to kill you. And Alice and uh, Ada are like, uh, no. And so they start shooting up the house like crazy. And Ada's like, go. And she's going to um, kind of get out on her own, uh, but, you know, cover uh, Alice. And so Alice and, uh, Becky, they they run out, um, and what do they do? They get, how do they get out of there? They kind of just run out the back door. Uh, uh I don't even
3: yeah, recall. they uh, I'm I think they, they yeah. get a car and are able yeah, to drive a it into There's like a the small subway. Chasing, and, yeah, and Ada. And I, I want to say they make it to the subway where they find the uh, the 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 good Rain clone, clone, which is Michelle Rodriguez's character.
1: Right, and so. Then, and Ada, we see her escape. She kind of shoots her way out of the house, um, and but we, you know, they don't. They go their separate ways at this point. So yeah, they they end up in kind of sub, the subway, and she Alice tells um, them to take care of Becky, or or this this uh, Michelle Rodriguez character take care of Becky or whatever. I'm I'm getting all confused now of how she even well, met Michelle part, Rodriguez. This part was so
0: funny because at the beginning of the movie you saw Michelle Rodriguez get in the car or whatever, pick them up and drive them away. And then she instantly dies. And I thought, wow, that's going to be funny if that's the only time we see. Him yeah, that around, would be funny. In
3: yeah. this, and then no, she, she finally she showed up. She like didn't die. Her car got flipped. There? No, she, her car got flipped and she survived. That's when she ran to the subway. And then she finds the clones. Oh, okay. And wonders, gotcha. and wonders why uh, Alice is wearing a skin suit now. Oh, that's yeah, right, I know. Yeah. It was
0: funny. She's like, so what's with the S and M get up?
4: No. Yeah. <laughs>
1: it's like, good Lord and so yeah i guess i guess she just like take care of this girl and then she goes and the moscow rescue group because they're late they um they need to get their way out they find a way out the back way away from the los bloggers zombies but all of a sudden there's a liquor there and they're like oh shit and you're basically like they're done a liquor's like pretty badass and i know that because i'm a huge resident evil fan (laughs) but then Alice shows up out of nowhere at this car, knocks the liquor over. You're like, oh, it was not that big of a deal, I guess. And they all pile into this car and off they drive. And they're driving in this little chase scene. We see some Los plugger zombies. They're like shooting. The liquor's coming back. And you're like, oh, shit. Uh, and it's like knocking those Los Pagas zombies out of the way totally. And they're like, we're not going to make it. But they jump into the subway. They drive through. And then there's like an explosion that, that piles a bunch of rock onto the liquor. So they're able to get up, get away. So now they've got the rescue crew, they've got um, Michelle Rodriguez, they've got Becky, they've got Alice, and it's time to skedaddle and get out of there. Right? You yeah. You're going something, right? I think that's it is. No, way, right?
3: I mean, again, you could have like, boiled this movie down into like two minutes if you want.
1: <laughs> no, I've, I boiled it actually up
3: to like, I see 15 that. minutes. Yeah. we uh, synthesized so, it. hmm Into a very dense re- recap.
1: So then they pass by the submarines, and we're like, "Oh boy, I'm pretty excited for them to use these submarines." And they're like, "Fuck those submarines! We're going out the normal way." And we're like, "No!" As we see the beautiful submarines, and we're like, "Guess we're never getting any submarines, right, guys?"
3: Wrong. Oh, that's what that's Wrong. what
1: I thought there. So they're they're heading to the the uh, entrance, but Spider Chess Lady, whatever her name is, uh, Jill. Yeah, shill Valentine. She's like, shut it down. And they shut down the computers and they catch up to them because they can't they can't get up anymore. And they're having like a giant shootout. And then also there's like a liquor that kills Michelle Rodriguez and grabs the little girl. And you're like, Well, the little girl's dead, forget her. But that's not how Alice operates. Alice is like, I'm getting her back from the liquor. So fuck you guys. And she goes up and she's like, I'm going after liquor. And everyone's like, Fine. But they they're kind of um trying to keep things uh, kind of cool with the, the people that are sh- having a big shootout. Um, one of the guys gets shot and in their shoulder or something, and he's like, I'm going to sacrifice myself. Yeah, this is Barry. So it's Barry. Barry yeah. Burton, yeah. fan and he's favorite. Gonna, he's going to cover everyone because he's like, no, he's going to die. So he kind of comes out in front of everyone, and it's like – Oh boy, definitely a big old shootout. And he like pulls up his gun. They shoot him. They're like, we totally killed him. But he has thrown up his gun into the air, and then he quickly gets up and shoots and kills who? Carlos was that? Who? who was uh,
3: yeah, it might have been. Again, they're all clones, know. so it doesn't. Who yeah, it's cares? Like fun. yeah <laughs>
1: because a shit he killed, but he killed one of them, and you're like, with a Way. cigar in his mouth. And he does. Yeah, they
3: actually show one scene where there's like a hundred of each of these characters like in a giant rack, and that's just kind of feeding them all through just to illustrate how kind of dispensable everyone is. Yeah.
1: So then Alice is going up to the liquor. She's got like... The liquor's got like little
3: cocoons or whatever where
1: it's got the food. She rips that open, gets uh, Becky out of there, and then she's able to kill the liquor using a um, grenade or something like that and blows up yep. its brain. So... We know her about it. She was able to beat that liquor pretty easily. Uh, and then they're able to destroy the base and finally get out. Like, they, they have to leave some people behind. But Leon Luther and Alice and Becky all get out of the uh, place. Two of them using the elevator. Alice and Becky have gotten through some other way. I can't even remember. She got got out of ventilation or something. And they get to the surface. And they're kind of snowmobiling away. And you're like, whew. There's no way we have anything remotely exciting or interesting happening at this point. What breaks that ice, Kyle?
0: All of a sudden, we start to see the sale of a submarine.
1: It's Fate of the Man. Furious up in here. It is. Because that submarine guess who comes who is up. on that sub.
3: M. Rod.
1: Michelle Rodriguez, a bad version. Uh, Jill Valentine, she's also there. And they start going at it. And we're seeing Alice and how she can do things. She's like fighting people like crazy. Michelle Rodriguez is like, "You can't kill me because I'm like super enhanced or something like that. Yeah, she, she got she like shot a, she got a special up with virus one of the
3: parasites, yeah yeah she's like' <laughs> she she's all jacked. herself
1: right there. Yeah. So she's going crazy. She's like super enhanced. She's like, "You can't even kill me." But then Alice sees like a bunch of zombies under the ice and she's like oh i got an idea and she gets michelle rodriguez uh to break through the ice and the zombies all grab her and i was like aren't those gonna release the zombies into the world but i guess that's not a big deal because there's zombies everywhere so who gives a shit uh just it's like a drop in the bucket it's like one zombie for every million now That, that was after the fight with jill right yeah, and then Jill. Oh, yeah. So Jill, she's able to pull off the little spider thing that's like controlling her. Yep. Um, so she's ab- again uh, about to be killed by Jill, but she's able to pull it off, and Jill becomes like a good guy again because she got that's right. she didn't have the didn't doesn't isn't being controlled by the glowy spider thing on her chest. Everyone knows about that the glowy spider. Yeah, thing. she
3: actually might be. Um like one of the actual like just pure-blooded humans and that's how they're able to control her like i think most of the clones can just be like made that way so that might be what's going on there i forget
1: and then we finish up with alice ada becky leon and jill they travel to wesker's headquarters which is the white house uh it is a yeah it's a she's barricaded in the oval office uh he injects her with the t-virus again to kind of make her super again or something is that yeah, right?
3: Give her superpowers back, and now she's become an
1: ultimate weapon. And she, he kind of takes her up to the roof, up to the roof of the White House to show her just what's going on. That it's we're heading to the climactic battle, uh, which will be movie six, um, presumably. Nope. Uh, and no, okay, won't be the okay, sure. <laughs> but they're they're defending the White House uh, against all kinds of hordes of
3: virus monsters. Yeah, yeah there's like uh, there's like dragon or like wyvern zombies and stuff. Obviously. Yeah. Um, that's it. Now, uh, quick spoiler alert. I, I, I really want to catch Jamie up because he probably will never get around to watching uh, the six one. But I, 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 just, I just felt like I, I want to tell Jamie the, 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 the really quick synopsis of the six movie. Movie starts. You find out uh, Alice is in Washington, D.C., but she wasn't actually injected with a parasite. It was a trick by Wesker. Oh. And she doesn't actually have to be in Washington, D.C. She has to get back to Raccoon City. And there is a airborne uh, antivirus that she can break the vial of, and it'll go through the air and spread across, across the country and kill everything with the T-virus in it. And the Red Queen is now a good girl and is helping Alice to do all this. And they completely retcon the fifth movie. All of the characters that we saw in Washington, D.C., are... No longer in the movie, and they brought back uh, Claire Redfield from the dead, who was one of the people that died on the boat at the beginning of the fifth movie. Beautiful. So that very, seems, very stupid.
1: Yeah, that seems bad. <laughs> it seems like it's a
3: bad thing they did. It, it but, really felt like um, they they did all of that and had all that set up, and they're like, "Well, we yeah. have a cooler script. We're, gonna, right, we're exactly. gonna go with this." Yeah,
1: yeah. It seems like they had a script, and they were like, "Good to go." And then someone came in and was like.
3: I don't like that script. <laughs> it's
1: like, well, we already did all this stuff for it. Like, well,
3: it was all a ruse. It Let's out. go a yeah. completely different direction. Yeah, That's and they what, brought well, back and they brought back Ian Glenn, too.
5: Why was this movie called Retribution? Who were they? I getting didn't.
3: I have no idea. I was thinking the same thing. I was really I love those, confused those subtitles about that, best. watching
5: that the whole the whole time through the movie because I I had no idea of.
1: Why, uh, is silent, sixth, why is Silent Hill world, called anything? Silent Hill Revelation?
5: I don't know. I just, All right, guys. I think I,
0: this will clear things up. I just figured they the would something. The definition for retribution is requital according to merits or deserts, especially
3: for evil.
4: Hmm. hmm.
3: Is it <laughs> deserts or like desserts, like just desserts?
0: <laughs> Could be either one desserts especially for evil huh so it doesn't clear anything up there's no i don't know why good point alex i have no idea why the heck this is called retribution i does anyone I quickly the exact same thing
1: does anyone quickly have their favorite uh subtitle like a colon something something for our film um Besides Airbud 2 Golden Receiver. That's not like that we don't count that one.
5: Like there's a band that Kyle likes to listen to a lot, and they throw a lot of colon titles into it, and they just kind of seem to keep on going and you don't know what it's all about. That's kind of cool.
3: <laughs> Wasn't there like a Alien vs. Predator Requiem or something like that? That is, yeah, true. Good one. That's that's a pretty good one.
1: Leprechaun six, back to the hood. Oh, good.
0: Leprechaun.
3: Woo. Didn't didn't we watch a movie recently that had two colons in it?
1: No, that was a mistake on my part, I believe. Oh, okay. They didn't, they didn't do the full. They, it was, I, th- I believe it was. Uh, was it a GMK? Um, one of the Godzilla ones? No, it was Cradle of Life. So it was oh. Lara Croft, Tomb Raider, Cradle of Life. And you'd think there could be two colons, but Lara Croft, Tomb Raider does not have a colon in between the Lara Croft and Tomb Raider. It's just Lara Croft, Tomb Raider, colon, Cradle of Life. But anyways, the answer is Lawnmower Man 2 Beyond Cyberspace. The best subtitle
2: of all time.
3: Oh. Hmm.
2: That was a nice little moment we just shared, guys.
3: Yeah. All right. The more you know. About (laughs) Lawnmower Man 2. Uh,
1: So do we do um, Love It or Hate It now?
3: No, we do that after we do our... uh, I got a surprise.
2: I'm combining oh. love it and hate it in my review this week. Well, oh my <laughs> Get ready for
3: that. All right. Then who's going to uh, kick us off here?
1: Brom, I'd like to hear yours if, if if you would do that for me.
3: I I will do that for you, uh, just, okay. but just because you asked nicely. Okay. Um, I'm I, I'm a big fan of uh, the very first movie in this series. And the video games as well, but uh, that doesn't mean I'm going to give this a stellar review. It still might be higher than most, uh, <clears throat> mainly because the movie uh, the movie series after the first one really, as I started to allude to there, they seem to retcon so many things. Um, they're able to just flip the script on you whenever they want. I hate that kind of writing where it's like something that you had no possibility of, of, of Seeing coming, you know, and they they catch you completely off guard with like this, oh, they were clones all along, or we can say this now, and oh, oh actually, I have this virus in me, which prevents this, that, or the other thing, and, uh, I mean, they're able to do all these different things and just kind of rewrite the narrative halfway through the movie, and then the next movie comes out, and it completely disregards it, and uh, I actually had not seen this one uh, prior to reviewing, I watched the first four, and then had kind of given up on the series um, back uh, in my college days. Uh, and stopped following along. So I, I was able to see this one for the first time for the podcast here. Um, and again, it was it was dumb writing, uh, silly, over the top, um, incoherent at times. What I will say was good. Uh, I liked the set design. We still had a, a top you know AAA you know um, budget for set design and some of the CGI and effects. Um, I loved the 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 theme song for this one. Uh, I recommend everyone go and check out. It's called, I think, Through the Sky. Uh, loved the, the song. It's, it's probably cracks actually into like my top ten songs uh, in when film. When did it play?
1: Did it play in the beginning of the film?
3: Yeah, it played was throughout. It was it was, a, it was okay. like the, the the recurring theme. It had the the violin in it.
1: Yeah, I really like. Was it was it playing in the beginning of the movie when they were yes, doing the slow motion? Yes, yeah, yes, it's really good. They they yeah, played the full song
3: then, and then they, they kind of hint back at it, kind of like what happens in uh, DOS boot, and then uh, what was the other one we watched? Uh, not not the command, the uh, wolf's c- wolf's call. Um, no, it was The Command. It was The Command. The Command with the, the choir boys and everything. Uh, so they did that with this. So the the, the musical score was actually pretty impactful and, and it was it was pretty neat. It, it, it's just kind of a shame that it was wasted on uh, on a, a poor or stupid film. Uh, but yeah, check that out. Through the Sky. Good song. Um, so set design, song. Uh, love me some Mila Jovic. She's a beautiful actress. Um, she's a cool uh, character and badass and Throughout the series, but yeah, ultimately, it, it's kind of, it's just too silly and, and ridiculous and over the top at this point. The very first film in the series was a very coherent and and concise film uh, that you could follow from start to finish and didn't get too over the top and come out of left field with all these different sort of bits of technology that undo everything that you've watched to this point, um, which has kind of made the series frustrating for me. I'm going to give this particular one a 5 um, still I can jump.
0: relatively high, huh?
3: Yeah, there's still a, a lot of fun to be had here, but it, it's it's all it's all visual, uh, cheap cheap thrills, I'd say.
1: Okay, and I can jump in. I think uh, I agree with a lot of what you're saying. I think visually, I was actually a little surprised. I think sometimes when you get this really um, computer CGI heavy stuff, it can just kind of look silly or whatever. But I did of like how it, things looked um, for a lot of the design of the actual main uh, headquarters area and then particularly the outside of the submarine area um, and then the submarine pen itself, like kind of the areas that looked more like a regular base and not so much mimicking like Times Square or whatever. I think it kind of fell apart a little bit sometimes with the monsters. Like I, as I said, I thought the, some of them kind of bordered onto that Silent Hill level stuff mm-hmm. uh which is just a little bit strange i feel like it i don't even know sometimes it's like f- uh final fantasy kind of th- i don't know it gets a little techie a little steampunk um and doesn't feel Cyberpunk. totally yeah it doesn't feel totally resident evil like but uh i still liked i kind of enjoyed um cruising along with the visual otherwise the narrative is nothing i mean it's just basically a video game they may as well just have you be playing the video game um right Right. because why would you actually watch a narrative where you have a bunch of scenes and it literally is like cut scenes where they're like hey where have you been we were late because we were blah 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 and it's just like it's just as bad as cut scenes from video games and so um if you're looking for a movie with like a coherent narrative and stuff like that probably not for you if you're looking for something just to chew on some visual stuff. This one's not that bad. And I was happy to see at the end that the submarine busted through that ice and played a bigger role uh, in the movie than just having some submarine pens there. I was actually thinking, as I was, before it busted through, I was like, oh, this should have been a submersible pod or, or a uh, micropod, because uh, the submarines are cool, but they're just sitting there. But then at least one busted through uh, and got to play a role. Um, in the end, I think I'll come around where you are, maybe four and a half, Thing like
3: that. All right. Very fair. All right. All right. I'm jumping in. Here Here it
2: comes. comes. So this is going to be a combo, combo of my review, along with Love It and Hate It. Love It or Hate It. Scratch that, Kyle. (laughs) (laughs) Not a chance. All right. So these are a Zach hate it and a Zach love it. And then Zach, that's me, will give my final review. How does that sound, gang? All right. This sounds pretty complex. Okay. I'll let you decide which ones love it or hate it. Here's my first one. There are only two ways to view this movie. The first one. Paul Anderson wrote an entire movie on a Sunday afternoon, which may or may not include pages from the scripts of Alien, Westworld, The Island, and his own Resident Evil movies. Because of this, Paul gives the submersion crew a depth charge filled with shit for a movie. It in no way follows a cohesive narrative plot. This film doesn't care about us connecting with its characters, new, old, or even rebooted ones. The talking head acting is terrible. It's an insult to the video game franchise. It's an insult to submarine fans. And it's an insult to humanity itself.
3: Wow. wow.
2: Bam. Love it. I wrote that.
3: That was an apocalyptic review. He now, has some retribution to hand let's,
2: out. Let's swing to the other side of the spectrum. Paul Anderson has done the unthinkable and continued to etch his name in film history stone by creating another <laughs> $100 million grossing film. He furthers the Resident Evil franchise as one of the most financially successful franchises ever, which eventually will pass $1 billion with the sixth film. Every single one of his Resident Evil movies tripled or more its budget. These movies are successful worldwide, don't skip a beat, includes characters from the beloved video game franchise and new and fascinating storylines with twists and turns that'll make your head spin. Paul Anderson has shown his love of the Resident Evil franchise, his ability to methodically create a story that captivates studio, studio audiences around the world. He is a studio dreamboat with his ability to depth charge the competition and bring in loads of cash for those fat cats. <laughs> now, <laughs> here's my actual review, hmm. my open letter to director... Paul W.S. Anderson. Mr. Anderson, what you created is one of the most insanely idiotic things I've ever seen. <laughs> At no point in your rambling, incoherent <laughs> movie were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this sub is now dumber for having watched it. <laughs> I award you a three rating and, and make may God, God have, mercy have mercy on your soul. On your soul. Boom, there it is. Wow. Thanks, guys. That's great.
3: So you did award him points. You didn't go no points. You did give him three.
2: Three is my rating.
3: Okay.
0: Oh, man. I'll come in here then. And I don't know how anybody can really follow that up. So I... I've been disappointed with this franchise from the first movie, right? That came out, I was so into Resident Evil 1. You know, you got the mansion incident. That's what I was really hoping for in a movie. But then after watching this, I'm like, well, do I really want them to just recreate the video games in movie form? That never really works out well. This movie is insane. Like you said, it's incoherent. Literally, we started with that simulation of her being a housewife, and that took, what, like 15 minutes, something like that, and had nothing to do with the rest of the movie. I forgot to recap it. I know. They kept talking about getting to the submarine pens. like, we gotta get to the submarine pens. I'm like, okay, what's gonna happen at the submarine pens? Literally, it's just a backdrop. They run through it, and then they run back through it later. I'm like... Really? That's what we're going to do with the submarine pens? It makes no sense. CGI, I'm usually not a huge fan of a whole lot of CGI. Well, I guess when it comes to realistic things, something like Midway, I didn't really like it there at all. Here I thought it looked visually appealing, but that's it. That's all you got. This movie reminded me of Sucker Punch, which I hate. Oh, I hate Sucker Punch.
1: Well, the only thing with Sucker Punch is Sucker Punch is a uh misogynistic piece of garbage this is at least isn't like offensive
0: well yeah but i mean i'm just talking about we're going into all these different you know simulations or whatever i mean although they're all within the same realm of things but whatever this movie was not good didn't like it action was fine the strike team i thought was funny because uh, Maybe because I haven't watched the rest of the series, you know. They get in there and, like, this is... It reminded me of something you'd see, like, with The Expendables, something with the star-studded cast. They're like, oh, yeah, here's you and here's you and here's me. What's up? And I had no idea who any of these people were. And they're not well-known actors. But I'm going to match Zach. I'm going to give this thing a three.
2: Boom. i surprised you came in that high, Kyle. I am...
0: So I was looking at my ratings. I'm like, okay, would I watch this or Midway again? And I was like, I'll put these about the same. <laughs> <laughs> I probably watch Midway. I, don't, I, don't, I can't remember what I get. I don't want to watch those again. I, you I'd probably gave give that Midway. a six and a half. Yeah, I
1: was gonna say I'd definitely give it higher than the four and a half. So I'm good. All right, Alex, what you get?
5: Um, <laughs> I as I said before, I have never played any of the video games or watched any of the movies. I know very little about Resident Evil. Um, yeah. Mostly just from, you know, like top 10 lists I see online from like Watch Mojo or something. Where, uh, who, who's the main bad guy in this or, or whatever? Wesker? He, Wesker. He always seems to end up being a bad guy that makes those top 10 lists that's like most famous bad guys. And when I was watching this, he seemed like he was kind of a like the good guy, or helping helping the cause to make it better. So I was really confused as to what was going on, and I think you uh, shedding some light, Ben, for episode six, where they really just kind of throw away everything that happens in here, I guess that makes sense as to what had happened. But He was
3: trying to get her away from Raccoon City, is what they're trying to say with the six one. But yeah. they are in Russia, so that doesn't make any sense.
5: So I was really confused watching it. I don't know why it was called Retribution, like I said before. I get like what they were doing in the movie, but I don't know why. And I don't know how this relates to the, any of the other stories. So there, I, I was just confused with everything about this at all. Uh, the, the movie in terms of CGI was very heavy. I had no issues with it. If it's going to be a video game movie, I'm okay with that. Cause it kind of looks cartoony to begin with. So I have no problem with them using a heavy amount of CGI as they did.
3: They actually yeah. have an animated movie series.
5: Oh, do they? Okay.
3: Yeah, okay. I don't know if those are critically acclaimed or not, but I know there's I uh, like several them. of those. Yeah, I would actually, imagine. Actually,
2: I think people like them a lot.
5: Um, acting, I thought, was what you'd expect from this. Nothing that's going to blow your mind. Uh, just very average. Uh, the story, stupid. Submarine, I thought we were going <laughs> to get a lot more than what we did. As Kyle mentioned, there they kept talking about going to the sub You know, I was hoping for like a submarine escape or a huge fight in a submarine. You know, maybe some zombies get in there. You know, I, it it was it felt to me like there was going to be something a lot more with the submarine that never yeah, what really you, happened. What you just described um, is much better. Why didn't
3: they do that? Yeah, missed opportunities. Hmm. I guess
5: so. So when I I was looking over previous ratings I have given to other movies and what other people have given to other movies with similar knowledge going into something with like as much background as this I'm going to have to give this a 2 um, I don't. it's not the worst movie I've ever seen but I really didn't enjoy it I think what little submarine action we had salvaged that from a 1 brought it up to a 2 for me but mm-hmm. other than that I'm never going to watch probably this movie again or Any of the other five that are out or even the animated series, like you guys said. Now, there may be hope for me to play the game someday down the road. I have missed that boat big time. (laughs) It's been out for so long, but it's not been a game that I've been dying to ever play once in my life. But who knows? Maybe one day I'll finally get around to playing the series.
2: Christmas gift ideas.
5: So there it is, two. That's what I'm going with. Two out of 12, or whatever our number system is now. <laughs> I feel like,
1: yeah, I know. It's it's a good tight set from two to five for us. Yeah. I think it's an accurate Something assessment.
0: Something I don't think any of us mentioned is as low as we rated this, at least it was relatively
2: short, right? Mm, yeah, that's yeah. true. Came in, what, like an hour 36 minutes or something like that?
3: Well, that was
5: with with credits and everything. I think it was close to like 125. It was, yeah, exactly. And the opening scene, that took like four minutes. Yeah. So if you you count that out, it's all in slow motion
2: and shit. Yeah. 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 Once
5: they played it through, it was done in like two seconds. So it was really meant like an hour 15 is what it felt like. And then it's like what Kyle
2: said that whole flashback scene she had when she was like like living in a house with a husband and a kid that I remember even looking at the time in the movie I was like at 23 24 minutes that whole thing was still going on it was crazy. they actually a had that chunk they had of that movie.
3: scene in its entirety in the previous movie as well wow what yeah they keep they keep showing that to reinforce that she's a clone and she keeps having these like subliminal flashbacks that's that, that. really yeah.
5: he was a pervert though right can we all agree that that, that her husband he's a pervert <laughs> he, was like to me.
0: he did. He smacked her butt right in front of their daughter, didn't yeah. he? I mean, he probably I had a
5: few side Spilled pieces. his coffee? Yeah, okay. Right. That was the worst spill
2: of coffee I'd ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good Top Lord. ten. That's a, that's a video for Mojo, Alex. Top ten worst coffee spills <laughs> in cinema. <laughs> Number one, Resident Evil Retribution. Um <laughs>
1: <laughs> ready for some trivia? I've actually changed this up a little bit too, just like Zach changed up Love It or Hit It. Whoop. So now, trivia, instead of being just like straight up trivia, there's actually trivia involved. So get, get ready to answer some, some questions. <laughs> okay. All right. So the character Becky was not originally supposed to be hearing impaired, but after Outstanding Audition, the role was given to Ariana Engineer. Now, she's only been in two major films this and her debut, Orphan, which stars Via Farmiga. What other submersion film did we see Vera Farmiga in?
3: Oh, <laughs> shit. It was recent, too.
1: It was recent.
3: I don't
2: know. Oh.
0: Vera Farmiga.
2: Vera Farmiga. I got a good, s- good soundbite for this
3: one. It was a bad movie. Oh, it was uh, Godzilla. Yep. Yeah, you got it, Godzilla. King of the Monsters. Oh. Okay. She
1: is the mother slash wife. All right, so Bing Bing Lee's entire dialogue was dubbed by Sally Cahill, who voiced Ada Wong in the video games uh, Resident Evil 2, Resident Evil, The Dark Side Chronicles, and Resident Evil 4. Uh, Cahill isn't in many feature films, but she is in Car 54, Where Are You?, Uh, which we did for BadMovieTwins.com. That's BadMovieTwins.com. That film was shot as a musical, but then released without the musical sequences included, which is kind of interesting just from that point of view. Like, they have, like, one or two of the musical sequences, but they cut everything. Uh, so, what is the only musical submarine film ever to be made?
5: Yellow as far submarine. As yellow, yellow submarine. Good call.
1: Yes, I believe that's the only one. I, I didn't do an exhaustive search. Oh, uh, well, the, there's some good the, songs in uh, Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea.
0: Oh, oh yeah, that's right.
1: He's that's like Lance strumming his thing. Yeah. So what is a banana or some, some something about bananas? There's songs in
2: Goldmember.
1: The song's in a lot of comedy films, so I was just thinking about that the other day. Uh, the voiceover for the trailer uh, for the trailer of the film is done by Patrick Stewart. So this was actually a Jeopardy question, and I'm just going to give it to you as the Jeopardy question, see if anyone can get it. Hairsuit James McAvoy and not-so-hairsuit Patrick Stewart. I'm sorry, repeat that?
2: Who is
3: Professor Xavier? Answer.
2: Who is
1: Professor Xavier? Very good. Nice job. Um, and also a second question. What does hearsuit mean?
3: Hearsuit?
1: Yep. Don't know. H-I-R-S-U-I-T-E.
2: Harry, I I think.
1: Yes. Good call. Harry. I I looked it up. (laughs) Great.
2: Thanks.
1: (laughs) Uh, in the scene that takes place in the Oval Office, the great seal of the United States on the ground is modified so the eagle's head faces Uh, Its left foot, which is holding 13 arrows, symbolizing war as opposed to the normal pose where it faces its right foot, holding an olive branch, symbolizing peace. So in this quarantine times, I'm looking to actually read war and peace uh, while sheltering in place. So who can come closest to the number of pages in war and peace, according to Googling how many pages are in war and peace? 986. Sorry. Uh, Alex first. 986.
2: Brahm? Eight seventy nine. Kyle. Six fifty three. Zach. Sixteen hundred.
1: I believe that's going to be Alex. It is twelve fifty five.
4: Wow.
5: Twelve
1: fifty five. Wow. Hey, Jamie. Book.
2: Did you did you mm-hmm. know that originally the author was going to name that book "War"? What is it good for? What was that from? Is that a, is that a quote from? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, but I it, uh, it's, it's They ended Seinfeld. up changing the name of it because the, uh, the song by War was coming out the following year.
2: I was on Seinfeld. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, that's right. Uh, the idea of using environmental simulations uh, references the fourth game based uh, novel, Resident Evil Underworld, where there are four environmental simulations, a forest, a desert, a mountain, and a city. Speaking of mountains... What mountain is it claimed that Noah's Ark ended up on? Sinai? No, 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 nope. no, no, Anyone got this? Appalachian uh, Mountains. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like people are going to tap out. <laughs> uh, I, 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 I do not know it. It is Mount Ararat. Uh,
3: but also,
1: bigger question, why hasn't there been a Noah's submarine film? interesting why an ARC why not a submarine that's my big question I like that take on it it was close in
0: 2012
1: oh oh that's true good call close but they weren't subs
0: and then I watched because somebody recommended it and then Phantom Zone
3: engage the Phantom Phantom's engaged sir
1: Uh, and I'm going to switch this up a little bit, too, just because Phantom Zone, you know, I do that phantom ex- extravaganza. So a lot of stuff is there. I, we, this is an obvious one. We could do Michelle Rodriguez. She's in Fate of the Furious. We've done <laughs> Phantom Zone for that one. But I'm going to kind of combine this now instead of doing who a bunch of different actors and where they could play in this movie. I'm just going to do Ed Harris and where he could be in this film and then talk about an Ed Harris film that I think is particularly apt uh, for this one. So Ed Harris, where do we think he could fit it in here? Oh, yeah, he's he good actually, being kind he, of a good bad guy.
3: He'd be a very good Dr. Isaacs who ends up being the actual main bad guy of the whole series, mm. played by Ian Glenn.
1: And this was, I think, the, the Ed Harris movie that I that came to mind here was actually, he did a Resident Evil film before, but it was Resident Colon Evil. And he played a janitor in a hospital, and uh, he hunts down a serial-killing resident in the hospital and he does a patented heritage chop to his neck and takes him totally out. And then because it was so, he was so courageous. The head of the hospital gives him a job in the hospital as a new resident. He says, you are now a resident. He's like, I didn't go to med school. They're like, we don't care. And then he works around the clock, finding a cure for a very rare disease to save his child. It's very heartwarming.
3: Sounds like the Sounds sixth pretty movie. Good.
1: What's that? Sounds like the sixth movie. Oh, that's the sixth Resident Evil film? Yeah. Interesting. They called it Resident Colon Evil.
3: Yeah. <laughs> All right. And that's Beautiful. that. Should
0: we clap? Amazing. Oh, I thought we were gonna get the soundboard.
1: Ah, oh, thanks. Ah, oh, there we go, there we go. Yeah, you can't see it, but I'm doing that thing that like uh, chefs do where they go mm, and they like bow and they like they're doing it real solemnly. They're like, Thank you, thank you. Yeah. You know.
0: All right, it's time. It's it's Resident, Resident Evil. World world wide. So tonight, you'll probably realize that that sound clip is from the 2002 Resident Evil remake here for Resident Evil worldwide. And one of the things that caught my eye in this movie and just being so bizarre to me was the character Jill Valentine, who I remember as being a good character. But as we all saw tonight or whenever the heck we watched this, she is not. So I figured let's give a little background on Jill, see what's going on here. And see who she actually is in the games. She's one of the main characters from the original Resident Evil game. Along with her partner, Chris Redfield. And she was a member of Delta Force and trained with the U.S. military. And there's a lot of this stuff you can find on Resident Evil fan wiki or Wikipedia. It's kind of interesting. There's a huge backstory with her. It's kind of crazy. So she excelled at lock picking and bomb disposal. And because she was so darn good, she was the only woman accepted into Delta Force training. I don't recall any of this being discussed in Resident Evil 1, but I plan on replaying it, and maybe it will be. So she joined the STARS unit for Raccoon City Police, which is Special Tactics and Rescue Service.
4: STARS!
0: We are the STARS! And to... (laughs) quote, the fan wiki, it says they rely on military vets and weapons-trained scientists to solve serious crimes. Like, it hmm. sounds like a like a TV show in and of itself, right? So, she showed up in the first game, and the first game covers the infinite infamous Mansion incident. And if you've never played the games, Alex, you haven't. Listener, whether you have or not, I don't really know, but I'm going to cover that a little bit here for you. So members of stars were sent out to the mountains to investigate missing persons' report.
3: Our claim helicopters
0: Yes, helicopter was sent out, it crashed, and then the other members of stars, including Jill and Chris Redfield, went out there and they found the pilot absolutely mutilated. They were almost instantly attacked by mutant dogs. And if I'm remembering correctly, Chris shot one right in the face to protect Jill. And then they all ran into a mansion nearby. And they found all kinds of crazy things, including zombies and other monsters, and discovered that the mansion is actually a front for a bioweapons research lab run by the Umbrella Corporation and they had unleashed the T-Virus. Really fun game. Really great. Can't recommend it enough. I used to play it a lot uh, when I was younger. And like I said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go through and play that one again. It's yeah, awesome. There's so many
3: remakes and reboots of it, too. It, you can get it for just about every console and current-gen consoles as well, one way or another.
2: Yeah. And that that, that the HD remake is just amazing. Love it. Uh, And uh, if you're a PlayStation Plus member, I
0: don't know who is, who isn't, whatever. They were giving it away for free a while ago, so you might have it. Do you have that, Kyle? I got it. I do. Yeah. Yep, that's the one I'm going to go through and do. And Jill Valentine is actually considered one of the most popular video game characters. And part of the reason that she is, is when she was introduced as a female video game character, there's a lot of how do I say it, stereotypical female video game characters that you know there's some guy who's fantasizing about whatever he wants and he creates that in a video game. Well, she is actually not like a hyper-sexualized character in a game. And that is good, right? I mean <laughs>
4: <laughs> you need to that story I agree. Realistic. No, I
3: agree. Kyle, I agree. I, <laughs> well I, said, I don't Kyle. know about everyone else. There is the uh, the short skirt version of her that's well, available. Uh, I'm gonna
0: get to that. I'm gonna get to that stuff. So and another another reason that she's so popular is she's just as, if not more competent than her male counterparts in the game. And actually something that Resident Evil did to kind of help you play her and they say that it was recommended to play her is because of her lock picking ability and whatnot she starts with lock picks so that can help you get through rooms faster and she can carry larger inventory so just something there to help steer players to play her now as brahma just mentioned the miniskirt it looks like resident evil 3 is where things started to ramp up with sexualizing a video game character. She wore a strapless shirt and a miniskirt. And then yeah, like in a Resident tube top. Evil it's 5... because she
3: was playing clothes. She got caught off-duty.
0: Gotcha. Hmm. Hmm. Everybody knows cops, when they're off-duty, are just running around in miniskirts. Tube tops. The remake,
3: know. though, they took out the uh, the miniskirt. They made it a escort. So Did they? Nice. Yep. They've adjusted...
0: And did they put Chris in Jorts? Uh, no.
3: Uh, Chris has got a completely different look. Are you, uh, wait, are you talking okay. about Redfield? Chris Redfield's not in the third one. Are you talking about Carlos? Oh.
1: Yeah, Carlos. Is he in Jorts? He is in Jorts, though.
3: Uh, yeah, Anybody's he's, he's in definitely Jorts? in Jorts. Hmm.
1: Okay, Can I ask good. a quick question also going back to your thing? So you said in the first one she could have bigger inventory? Yes. Is that because she had a purse or something?
3: She has uh, wow, t- t- tactical Jamie. kits.
1: What? So oh, tactical little, kit. Yeah. Gotcha. See, I was making wow, a joke about Jamie. the stereotypes. I laughed
0: at that. Yeah, you. sure, it sure, sure. Have a tendency all
1: right, to towards- So
0: anyways, we mentioned the miniskirt from Resident Evil 3. And then Resident Evil 5, she got this thing called the battle suit, which is very similar to what we see in this movie we watched, which in the movie we watched, she is a hyper-sexualized form, I would say. I mean, it's super low cut. It's crazy. It's very. It
1: looked bad. Yeah. I didn't. I, I put my glasses like half on. Half on?
4: Mm mm-hmm.
1: hmm.
0: And then just a few interesting things here about the character when she was created. For the 2002 GameCube remake, her character was modeled after Canadian actress Julia Voth. Now, I thought this was a little odd because. Julia Voth has a birthday, May 16th, 1985. This game was released May 22nd, 2002. So she would have been 16 years old Uh when this was released. It's kind of weird to be modeling somebody after a 16-year-old for a video game, but whatever. And then in the most recent remastering of Resident Evil 3, Jill was modeled after the Russian model Sasha Zatova. And a fun fact, because there's all kinds of backstories related to her character. Her father is French, and her mother is Japanese. Nice. That's it. That's it on Jill Valentine.
2: Let her live.
1: Yeah, let her live.
0: <laughs> let her live her life, man.
1: <laughs> yeah, let her let her wear that tube top if she wants to. I don't right, when she's shooting. duty. Come on. Yeah. You do what you got to do, Jill. How right, do they even know who this Julia Voth was? I don't know. No clue. I mean, she like literally never acted in anything before 2009. So like. Well, Unless you know
0: somebody or something. Or right? she was
1: maybe a model at that point or something. I didn't even know. It seems crazy.
0: It does seem crazy. Anyways.
5: Alex, you got anything for us? Nothing great as per usual, but I'll read my first article and then let my co-anchor take it away. Um, turns out recently as of the 24th or so two days ago, <clears throat> a Royal Navy submarine captain is investigated over having a rave barbecue <laughs>
1: Nice. Ooh. So,
5: I guess someplace over in uh, England, our, our our good friends across the uh, pond there, uh, they had a submarine captain just come back from patrol, and they were expected to stay on the submarine in isolation um, because they needed repairs done. As everyone who knows, there's the deadly virus going around, and it seems that once the virus gets stuck in one of these submarines, it just runs rampant. Uh, For whatever reason, the uh, the captain ignored orders to not have a party or not do anything. I'm not really for sure what, but uh, there was quickly photographs going around social media of uh, people out and about grilling, drinking, having a good time. They said it was just like a a rave, (laughs) which I thought was a pretty unique word, I guess, to use for a party on a boat.
2: (laughs) I would like to have seen this.
5: Yeah, Yeah, I mentioned glow sticks,
0: black lights, ecstasy. Yeah, What else goes on? A
2: source quoted in the Times described the party as a rave in the dockyard. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. So he is uh, currently under
5: uh, suspension at this time, which just means he gets to go home and be there instead of stuck on a boat. So I don't know if that's a good thing or not. um, (laughs) So he can rave at home, huh? Yeah. Yeah, so I guess he can rave at home. It's the only article I really looked at. So if you guys have anything else.
1: I, um, I mean, there was that New York Times article about Russian submarine uh, that people could check out. I sent it out to you guys, but uh, I don't think we've discussed it on the podcast. It's a pretty big news article, and maybe we can discuss it in one of the future ones. I didn't read it. I just sent it to you guys. Uh, I do have one big news story to mention. Guys, do you remember a little movie called Torpedo. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So there's I an official US well. trailer for tor- it's, it's for the US release it's been called Torpedo U235, uh, which is a combination of the two different names that it was released under Torpedo and U235. Uh, um there's a trailer, there's a couple posters, and I'm reading in this article Torpedo U235 is going to be released direct to VOD in the US on May 19th. Oh. Really? Nice. Yep. Just a mention.
5: Will it fit in with our post-apocalyptic month?
1: I don't believe so. Ah, We'll tag it on. (laughs)
0: Next month, whatever.
1: That's it. That's all I got. Bam. Bam.
3: Are we ready for a countdown? Tube three ready to fire, sir the countdown Five, four, three, two, one. Give it to me let's count it down boys all right was that a sound clip or was that someone dropping a bag of skittles
2: it was it was called whack
3: oh <laughs> Does it, does, it, does it not sound like a bag of Skittles, like being thrown on like the table?
1: Forcefully putting down a bag of Skittles. It sounds like <laughs> someone's getting whacked with a bag
0: of
2: Skittles. This one's know. called Transform.
5: <laughs> That's great. <laughs> <laughs> What's that from?
1: Transformers. <laughs>
5: it's uh, just a
3: map. <laughs> <laughs> All right, count it down. I'm counting down tonight the fo- top five uh video game adaptations to film. Um, so Rotten Tomatoes uh, has recorded 43 films that were uh, adapt- adaptations um, that have received critical uh, reviews, uh, whether good or bad. And as Jamie alluded to, and I, th- I think everyone's kind of touched on it at some point tonight, that uh, they, don't, uh, they don't typically make the, the transition very well. Um, video games oftentimes just belong as video games. Uh, we may want to see our favorite video games converted to a movie, uh, but ultimately uh, I- end up being a little disappointed most times. Uh, in fact, if the film would have scored a 52% on Rotten Tomatoes, you would have broke into the top five. Of- <laughs> I'm not
2: surprised <laughs> oh, at all. Yeah, oh. they're
0: usually pretty horrible.
3: Yeah. yeah. They get so, eaten up and spit out. Yeah, we are going to count down our top five uh, per Rotten Tomato scores uh, video game adaptations to film. Number five, we're going to start with one that I know we're going to get a rise out of Zach over here. It is, is it Doom? It is not no. Doom. It's oh. got your boy in it though. That's what I'm.
2: That's why I said Doom with the Rock.
3: I know. It's, uh, think Think it's the man, Rock. Chi- nope. Rampage. Rampage. Rampage.
5: Oh, Rampage.
2: I
3: like Rampage, that movie. That's a Rampage, great movie. Rampage is a rotten score of 52%. So uh, just on the cusp there of uh, – it, it is rotten. It's, it's, it's got that's got the green tomato score here. But uh, yeah. this came out in 2018, starred the, the Rock, Naomi Harris, Malin Ackerman, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Uh, and um, who here remembers playing Rampage back in the day in the arcade oh. – Setting or oh, yeah. in sixty four, all sixty four. I played it a lot. Yep, it was fun. played
1: It then on the computer. Got- actually, I played it mostly on computer.
3: I've still
0: it. got a copy for the Wii, man.
3: Did you guys have a favorite uh, monster? Uh, what what did we have, Lizzie, and you got uh, the Kong monster, and uh, there was the Wolf. Ralph. Yeah, I think I, I think I was the Wolf Man most frequently.
2: They came I out like with that one called World Tour, where there was like a bunch of them. Though you could be like a Lobster, like bunch of things
3: that's cool i don't remember that so yeah. this is number five that was number five interesting so
2: okay s-
5: s- number so the game's better games better than the movie are we agreeing with that
3: i don't know or what are we doing or nothing <laughs> I, think the, I think <laughs> i if, think if we want i mean i would say the game's probably gonna be uh better than all of these right all right. Well, okay. Then uh, I this one will be more. the this one I'd say that. definitely, but yeah, we'll, we'll we'll let you discuss if you wish. Uh, number four with fifty three percent is Tomb Raider: The Twenty Eighteen Alicia Vikander. Disagree, vessel.
1: With that. I haven't seen it. I saw the other two Tomb Raiders, but not, not that good. One. Caught it for uh, a
3: matinee.
2: Um, almost shot for shot like the twenty sixteen video game. I mean, it's kind of ridiculous, and she's not a good Laura Croft. Wow, that's a hot take. I, I really yeah, I was very disappointed in it.
3: The only thing I've seen her in that I really liked her in was um X ex, ex Machina.
2: She's a long neck. That's a great movie though. <laughs> Is that why she's not a
5: good Laura Croft because she's got a long neck?
2: <laughs> you can look it up. There's so many memes about it. Long neck It's interesting
1: because her husband was in Assassin's Creed, and then she came out with Tomb Raider. Not that's that long true. after
3: Michael the Fast, Fast Bender. That's what they call him. Number three, very new entry to this. Came out this year, in fact. Scored a 64%. Anyone know what I'm talking about? S the H. Sonic! Sonic yeah. the Hedgehog. This is the first certified fresh, or whatever they call it, when it's actually got a fresh tomato on it. With a 64% starring James Marsden, Ben Schwartz, Tika Sumpter, and Jim Carrey as the Eggman himself.
1: Wait, this is the first certified love fresh? love this movie.
3: This is the first fresh video game film on our list here. We've, bro- oh, we've, the first, we've broken. Oh, we first in. on the list. I say, okay, sorry. I yes. was going to say
1: It's a couple other ones, but
3: yeah, we this is yeah. the first one to break into the list here with an actual fresh score of 64. percent
1: well, it is weird because as you go through this list, what you'll find is that all of the ones on this list have been released after 2018. So we're that talking is true. about we're talking about decades of terrible, terrible releases. Yeah. And then for basically the last five major releases. I mean, I'm looking at the list right now. It is basically the last five major releases are this list.
2: And I bet you that's because I may well maybe it's just me, but I think that's because those old ones from like thirty years ago, just a bunch of old guys are like, yeah, direct this video game movie, and they're all like blah 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 but now it's just a bunch of nerds that grew up with it.
5: <laughs> yeah, but a lot of the old games you really couldn't make a movie on either. Like how are you going to make a movie about Tetris?
1: Yeah, how are you going to make a movie about <laughs> Rampage? I would love to see it. I've watched Tetris. The movie how you a make
0: Tetris a- movie would be like a guy working in a packing plant, right? And they're like, <laughs> dude, we need we're we trying to ship out all these things but we just can't possibly fit these into one shipping container. How? Let me look at the box. You're a genius.
2: <laughs> That's a great take on it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's amazing.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> a Russian packing plant. <laughs>
2: He's got like his Walkman listening to that. Yeah, it's something <laughs> Something to do with drugs,
1: too. Like, it's mm-hmm. like something with drugs, Russian packing plant. He's got to get all this stuff out.
3: Oh, I, bet, I bet there's something on YouTube there where someone's made a little uh, fan film. That'd be a <laughs> yeah, that'd, that'd, like, that'd that'd great. A comedy if not someone needs to jump on that. Right, just wait, like for make one. it. if you make it, it better be good number two this one uh, as Jamie has kind of spoiled here these are all newer uh, mm-hmm. this is a 2019 film scoring a 69% everyone's favorite everyone's favorite score uh, stars Ryan Reynolds Ken Watanabe Justice Smith and Catherine Newton I'm talking about Pokemon Detective Pikachu
4: mm.
1: I was excited for that movie I never actually saw it because the reviews actually came in a little lower than I I love
2: the movie it was really good. Go. Huh? Would you say that's it's your just, favorite Pokemon seen. movie? Oh God, no. I mean, nothing beats like the original one. Growing up, seeing it in the movie theaters. Yeah. Oh, and you but. would go
0: and you would get the holographic card. Yeah. I mean, that was just like a whole thing, right? <laughs> that was just yeah.
3: nostalgia. Oh, yeah. yeah. Which one? If I went which, to a movie uh, now, and
0: they're like hey, like, "Hey, here's a holographic trading card." I'd be like,
1: "What's what's this?" Well, they must out. be talking about Pokemon. The first wasn't movie, it? Right? Uh, they gave out cards.
3: Yeah. Wasn't it Dragonite or was it Ancient? There was a. There was a
5: Mew. Um there was promo Dragonites, but I don't remember if that was for a movie
3: or not. Neither here nor there. Number two was Pokemon Detective Pikachu. And finally, number one, I know nothing about this one. So this yeah, is kinda one of our brothers. It's okay. not. Apparently oh. Apparently pull pull your kids, pull your nieces, pull your nephews. This is the Angry Birds movie two from twenty nineteen scored a seventy three percent. Didn't even know yeah. there was a sequel.
1: So so the original Angry Birds was, everyone assumed it was going to be the one that got over the 60% because people were like, this is actually pretty good. And then it kind of dropped at the very end. And as you can see, it got below 50% by the time it finished getting its, all its reviews in. And people were like, oh, that's weird. It's kind of a good movie. And so then they made a sequel and everyone was like, no, actually, these are, this is just a good series. Like, it's apparently very funny. I haven't seen any of them. But even the first one, people like,
3: I will give an honorable mention to uh, the Paul W.S. Anderson-directed Mortal Kombat, yeah, uh, the funny. original okay. from 95, scored a 47%. That was good for sixth place on our list here.
2: That's rightfully so, though. That's a That soundtrack, dude. Mortal Kombat!
3: No oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> bum, bum, <laughs>
1: bum, 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 and bum, I would, bum, bum, I would like to mention for BadMovieTwins.com, that's BadMovieTwins.com, we have done a shit literally at this point super mario brothers double dragon street fighter street fighter mortal Kombat, mortal Kombat: annihilation wing commander lowercroft tomb raider uh tomb raider uh cradle of life uh doom silent hill silent hill retribution or whatever it's called uh <laughs> doa was a uh, special uh one that we did uh hitman in the name of the king all these ones like pretty much everyone that's been out If I needed to recommend one, uh, if you guys haven't seen Street Fighter, The Legend of Chun-Li, that's one of our favorites for the website because it stars uh, Chris Klein. And if you don't want to watch the entire film, you can find just his scenes in a YouTube uh, supercut and see uh, just how ridiculous he is. I I do like Chris Klein, my boy Uh from
2: American Pie.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So he is uh, Charlie Nash in that film and his scenes are off the chain. (laughs)
2: Now I will say Doom with the Rock, while it got shit on, that ending FPS segment is legit, and I loved
3: it. Yeah, it's what everyone remembers from that one. Oh, uh, it's so sick. Another pretty forgettable. Is awesome. Pretty forgettable film, otherwise. I I, I watched it relatively recent because I like uh Carl Urban and uh who's the girl? Ro- Rosamond Pike. Um, but yeah, otherwise very forgettable film other than that kind of uh take on uh, the first person view, which was fun.
1: The most forgettable film I'm seeing on this list of video game films is Need for Speed, which we watched for BadMovieTwins.com, but I don't remember anything about it. They made a movie for Need for Speed? Yeah, yes. with
3: uh, Aaron Paul.
0: Aaron
1: Paul. I watched it. I don't remember anything about it.
2: Not too long ago either, right? That was after no.
3: Breaking Bad fame. Yeah. yeah, it was probably like 2013,
1: maybe. I Only thing I remember from it is at one point a car jumps, like, jumps into the air.
3: I remember the scene. Like I can visually see it, but I don't remember anything else about the movie. 2014, Aaron Paul, Imogene Poots. What a Duh. name. Great name. Dominic Cooper, Kid Cudi. Oh, love, love Kid me Cudi.
2: some Kid Cudi.
3: Michael Keaton. Wasn't... Wasn't the uh,
5: World of Warcraft movie really bad, too? I never did watch it, but oh, yeah. I think I remember I actually, hearing that that
3: thing sucked.
1: Uh,
5: I thought it was not <laughs> the worst of all of them I've seen.
3: But comes in at it 15. Was number 15 with a 28% score. Yeah. It's actually behind... IMDb score ac- isn't that bad, though. It's actually behind mm. our Resident Evil Retribution we watched tonight, which had a 29% on Rotten Tomatoes, which kind of shocks me. Hmm... Mm. Well, we are heading dangerously close to that hour 30 mark. (gasps) All right. Bring us home, Zach.
2: All righty, gang. Did anybody have anything else to say before we enter the Zach fact zone?
5: Just get it done with.
2: Let's go. Let's do it. (laughs) All right. Let's do it. Wait,
5: wait, 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 wait. Yeah? Never mind. Forget it. Forget it.
2: Are we gonna suit for this or no? Is this the original um, song? All right. Probably. <laughs> no, we can't get sued. That, that, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a, all right, Zach Fax. <laughs> now, I did something a little different this week for Zach Fax. I, I just felt like getting crazy. You know, we're past episode 100. We need to spice some things up, right? We need to get the gang back together and start changing, changing what this, what's inside of our, our pie, if you will. Amen. Um, so this week, I, I, I took it upon myself gentlemen, to go to the source and find my Zach Fax. Do you know what I'm saying? I'm saying that I went through the cast list and I called and contacted some of these actors in this film. Okay. All right? Yeah, all right. Now, So I got six, six of the actors. Number one. First up, I needed to call the guy that played Leon Kennedy. I don't know if you guys looked at him. He, he was beautiful in this film. So That's true. <laughs> when when I so fact number one. So when I called Johann Herb, who played Leon Kennedy, is that Herb with an H? Herb with a U R B. Gotcha. I, I asked how you, you play. How did you play Leon Kennedy so beautifully, Johann Herb? He said he was required to play through Resident Evil 4 16 times mm. to understand the emotional challenges that that character faced in the game to bring it onto the screen. I think it him showed.
0: For that. Wow. It showed, man. He mm-hmm. did a Leon. He did Leon Erb. Johan Erb. What's. Wait, oh, Leon what's his Spinks? name? Johan Erb. Oh, okay. Leon Kennedy. Looked Johann
2: like he came Erb. out of a. Uh, right off right off a porno set but he played the <laughs> I played agree the role. <laughs> <laughs> that's true actually now I, I, he was number one right so now I needed to go to the source I need to go to the big one and you all know her Mila Jovovich uh. and I asked her the one question I got a chance to ask her how does it feel sleeping with the director interesting and she hung up on me Good yeah <laughs> <laughs> So that was, a, that was a quick one. So, so, you got, so she's speechless. So she was speechless without speech. We got the answer. Yep, we got the answer. All right. <laughs> speechless. So then I was like, well, I got to call my other girl Michelle Rodriguez, right? I mean, come on. And I had a lot to talk to her about. I, I had to ask right. her. Who would win in a fight, Michelle? Fast and the Furious films or the Resident Evil films? And she told me to watch my damn mouth and hung up. Oh. <laughs> wow! Just well, Striking out with a the lot women. of
3: people, yeah, rubbing people the wrong way.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I was using fake names mm-hmm. with fake agents and fake addresses, but that's okay. Now, I now you guys remember Wesker? Remember at the end of the film, he had that smirk on his face and he walked like a bro, like a Chad. You guys know what I'm talking was he, about? Was he an actual actor? Or yes, was his ex- name
1: ex- was, was. he computer? I thought he was computer generated. His no? name was Sean he looks CGI. Roberts.
2: CGI. He's Canadian. Well, I called his agent. And his agent said, he told me he was out, I don't know what it means, but he said he was out laying pipe that day. So, I don't know. Mm. I didn't get a chance to talk to him. He looked like uh, Max Headroom. Does anyone
1: remember Max Headroom?
2: No, I don't.
1: He was, like, supposed to be a computer-generated television (laughs) host.
2: Hmm. Anyways. Fact number five. Um... Now, Ben, I believe you you mentioned that – is it it Lee, Bing Bing, or Bing Bing Lee?
3: I don't know how they do their names over there, but uh, I think it's listed here as Bing Bing Lee.
2: Okay. Well, I I wanted to call and speak with her because I was like, well, she was a great Ada Wong. And I got in touch. They picked up. And I got her on the phone, but I I couldn't understand anything, so I hung up. That makes sense. (laughs) It's a language barrier. Oh, wow. Wow. So that was uh, me hanging up. So hmm. anyways – you know, so how much how how much successful how successful was I? Not great. So I needed to go to the director himself. I, I called Paul W S Anderson, and I was like, "All right, I'm going to grill him on this tidal wave of shit he created." But he wasn't available because he's filming a anu- he's filming another video game movie with his wife playing the lead role again, which Ben already said was Monster, Monster Hunter. Hunter. So, which I'm sure will be. Terrible.
3: Wow. So you you really uh, really didn't peer, peel back too many layers of the onion there.
5: Nope. Wait, what what did you ask him?
3: He was too um, busy.
2: He was too busy. He was filming that new movie. He was filming another video game movie, oh. putting his
5: wife in the lead role
2: again. He was well, going to ask what, what Monster what Hunter you, is.
5: What were you going to ask if you could?
2: Um, I would ask him what 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 gives him the right. Hmm. And I was going to leave it open and,
3: and end with, uh, uh, who, do you, who do you think you are?
2: <laughs> who do you think you are? <laughs> and then give him a rock that says, suck on this. You
5: should have uh, um, asked him, what's it like sleeping with the main star of the movie?
2: <laughs> that that would have been great. That would have been a good tie in back from the start. All right, Kyle, cut all that. I'm going to redo it. All right. Fact number one. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> but um I, I will say this I will say that it was it, oh crap um, I will s- say this it was it was uh, I don't know which one to play there it is
3: all right
1: sounds good is that it that's it for me oh I thought you cut out you're still line
2: no I did the sound effect.
0: Thank you for listening to Submersion. Don't forget to subscribe for new episodes every Thursday. If you like what you heard, please leave us a rating wherever you listen. Want to interact with us? Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We also love to get messages from all of you. If you have a suggestion, a comment, or just anything you'd like to share, please email us at macestudios at gmail.com.